All right, welcome to the Nitty Gritty, episode 101. We're missing somebody today. It's kind of uh, kind of sad. Andrew Van Buren is basking in the rays of Hawaii right now. That bastard. <laughs> but uh, had an awesome co-host and an amazing guest, the Godfather, probably the one that we talk about the most on the podcast, our, one of our favorite guests of all time, Susan Peterson came on to co-host and she brought with her a very remarkable woman named Lacey West who owns laced hair extensions and don't you know almost saying hair extensions I'm talking to Brent now but almost saying hair extensions sells it really short like you might hear that and think oh okay like whatever but no 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 you have to listen to this story like Crazy upbringing, doing hair, sweeping floors at the Bellagio during like the hottest years of the Bellagio, like becomes a hairdresser to the celebrities, right? To the stars. Starts her hair extension business as a single mom with two kids, finds out that she has a brain tumor that turns out to be multiple sclerosis. Like her father... Her mom and dad got divorced when she was really young, and then her dad passed away when she was five. Like, she has been through so many things and has such an inspiring story, and is just killing it. I mean, she's just a anybody out there, male or female, that thinks that just too much is going on so they can't start their business. Wait till you hear this one, because that that attitude or feeling will go away really quick. She's very humble, very nonchalant about the things that she's accomplished. Susan and I definitely have to like pull, you know, which I love. That's an endearing thing, but such a great story. A lot of borderline inappropriate comments and laughs were had. Brent will have to edit some of it, <laughs> some of it out, but we had a blast. We definitely missed Andrew, but Susan and I, we just have chemistry. We always have. And she's just a big sweetheart. And we I just love her to pieces. And you get to see that big heart of hers during this episode. She just Susan is such a what's the best word to use, Brent? Like she wants nothing more than her people to succeed. And she's so proud of them and loves them and will do anything for them. And she's done tons for me. And uh I just love that side of her, and so it was so cool to have her on with us, but first of the next 100 episodes, Brent, we did it together. Hopefully, Andrew got a little bit of a tan. When he comes back, we'll tell you a little bit more about the Masters trip, which was just epic, Um, but no, we love you, and we're excited for the next 100 episodes, and maybe on the next episode, we'll finally start talking about sponsors and all the other things that we're supposed to do, but we love you. Enjoy the episode. We'll see you next week. Okay, we're back. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty, episode 101. I like that the count is starting over again, because now I can keep track of it for at least for a few weeks. Uh-huh. But uh, it's, I've got a co-host today, and it's exciting. We've got to beat Andrew and Anna's. You know, they did, oh, they did one when I was out of town, but it's not even I have a, a feeling this is going to be 100 times better than theirs. There's not a competition. Plus, we're not defiling my office like Anna did. Oh, Anna did. Yeah, she put but, up a Utah flag. Oh, I was so pissed off. Big old Utah flag right here. <laughs> I was at Disneyland in line, and I called my staff and made them shut the power off. 
and they were doing a podcast with probably arguably our biggest mm-hmm. guest, like social media wise, the Studio McGee. You know, whatever, two and a half million followers yep. or whatever. Shay and and Sid. Yes, I love Sid. I love Shay. So yeah, them. but I just all of a sudden the lights went pitch dark, <laughs> and it was me from Disneyland. So yeah, don't do that again, Anna. But I'm very excited. So Susan, mm-hmm. the Godfather, you all know her well. She's a very, very popular person on this podcast. This I, is I shared my third time. It is your third. T- yeah, this is like 3.0 for you. Yes. Um, we had a little bit of a scheduling snafu, and whenever I have a problem, no matter what it is, I call Susan Peterson. That's Te- just, he texted me at 10 p.m. last night. It pretty much was. It was 10, 10 p.m. and said. I need help. And I, I need said, help. I had feelers out everywhere. And of it. course, this morning, I got a bunch of responses. But now I'm going to look good because I have like five more podcasts yeah. planned out. But um, an old acquaintance of mine that I totally forgot that we've met before. But we have Lacey West hey. from Laced, Laced Hair. Laced Hair. I almost said extensions. Is that it okay is. to say that? It's yeah, Laced, Laced Hair, hair extensions. extensions. Okay, Laced Hair Extensions. And holy crap, I'm really excited that you're here because I remember having a lot of fun with you and the first, the couple times that we met. Yeah, I think us you're, three were a good time. Together. We are. A good yeah, time. yeah, I like very, very reverent people, but just a little edge. <laughs> yeah, super and so, conservative. Yeah, Brent might be uh, taking notes for a lot of beeping on this one. <laughs> and so, but no, thanks for coming. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. So excited I'm, glad, you. I'm glad I could uh, help your scheduling mishaps. Well, and when she, when she sent the name over, I was like, you know, sometimes when you have the last minute things, you just kind of get who you can. But this is somebody that we would totally, yeah, you guys like would book have her two on months anyway. in advance mm-hmm. that we would love to have on. And so you have an awesome business, awesome social media. Thank you. And so yeah, we're excited to have you. So thanks for coming. And you just got your second dose of a uh, COVID oh, yeah. vaccine today. I heard. Oh yeah, Pfizer. I did, I did the Pfizer this morning. So right I like give me all the little, caffeine. I, I heard. I, I heard it's uh, the rich mom. I heard it's a rich mom vaccine. Do you oh, feel like is. that's true? I think it probably is. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Mean? It's like if you're rich and fancy, you do Pfizer. Yeah. If you're oh. rich and P F A N C Y fancy, <laughs> yeah, you do Pfizer. It like, totally is. It's like fat, like yeah. pretty hot and tempting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pfizer. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's not an F. Yeah, it's, it's P. No, it's P F. Oh, Pfizer. It. But it's oh, rich yeah, and right. rich and it fancy. Is. Yeah, the yeah. F is silent. Mm-hmm. The F is silent. It's like yogging. <laughs> well, how's that feel? You're feeling okay though. We yeah, we built like a charcuterie board for. Her. Yeah, a meat charcuterie we board. Some meats. We got some caffeine. Yeah. So I think we're going to be okay here. Andrew, everyone, is having a really hard two weeks. He spent last week in Georgia at the Masters, one of the most exclusive tickets you can ever get. I took him. No big deal. Sounds rough. Um, and then he flew, flew home and went straight to Hawaii. So that's where he is right now, while me and Brent are back here, you know, taking care of business. So I heard it's hot there. Really? I hope it is. <laughs> hope it's really hot there. <laughs> No, he's awesome. He works his butt off, so I'm glad he's there. But So it's just us three today, so it's going to be a little different. I'm normally the one that just observes and says funny stuff, and he's the more organized one, so hopefully Susan can take his place today with notes and You're question, proper You're so questions. good at interviewing, Cameron. I told you when I was on. Oh, I, I say stuff, stuff to you I never have said, and so I'm, so, I'm, I'm excited to observe. Remember what I said last episode about... How sweet you are. Oh, no, I'm still pissed off. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Just all your <laughs> listeners. With good old Tristan. 
all of our new favorite child. We all want to adopt him. Tristan mm-hmm. Ikaika. Ikaika. Better known as, or all, AKA Ikaika mm-hmm. now, but. Yeah. So Lacey, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so I'm, excited. I'm excited to hear about, so, so how did you start your business? I know it's a broad, or how long ago did you start? Let's start there. Um, well, I've been doing hair for almost 20 years, wait, which I know dates you like me. you 24? I know. It's so crazy. Wait, wait. How um, old are you really? I'm 36. Seriously? I know. Doesn't she look fantastic? Almost 37. Well, I got to be careful. I don't, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. I'll, yes. You, you look, look like you're fantastic. 26 years old. For real. Yeah. You're it's the hair extensions. No, it's good skin. You take care of yourself. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Susan said all that just so everyone knows. <laughs> yes. And I'll say it I'm again. I'm going to get in trouble. No, but I agree with everything she says. You you do not look 36. Thank you. So good work. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the But yeah, so I've been doing hair 20 years. Um, I got my main start. I worked at the Bellagio Hotel. And this is like 2003. Okay. The Bellagio oh. was like the Bellagio. I mean, oh, this is like early Ocean's 2000s. Eleven. That, yeah. You know, this that was, it like, was like... That was like the win. Yeah, that's then, why right? I say I'm kind of... Yeah, and the wind came, the wind opened after I had already started at Bloggio. So, um, but back then, extensions were, you know, pretty foreign. No one knew about them. And I fell in love with them because I always had really fine, nasty hair. (laughs) And so I just loved extensions and I started doing them way back when. And I had an idea because a lot of my clients would come from all over, literally all over the world to get their extensions done. And I would also travel to LA um, to do extensions as well. And I just wanted my own inventory. So, so initially you were doing it was for, hair in the Bellagio? Yeah, I was a hairstylist. Dang. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, it was like celebrities. Right. I, I'm so happy I'm here because I can like brag on Lacey a awesome. little bit. But it was like celebrities, like high wealth clients, like the... Upper right. upper echelon. Do you have like a favorite client that you remember, or are we far enough where you can like talk trash on somebody? I mean, I should be <laughs> careful because I I still have like this, like I feel like I'm almost people's therapist. So although it's hairdressers, away, it's not. Like, and they, so, they but there's some. Therapists. I mean, I could tell some good stories. I just don't have to tell who it is. But I mean, people's. I saw some insane, insane things. Um, like what's one off the top of your head? Just, just, um, just one like, good quick story. Like your famous country music guy. Yeah. Well, I can Garth say Brooks. that one. No, Kenny Chesney. <laughs> yeah. So I he doesn't love, even have hair. I know, but I went and so it was Uncle Cracker. Right. They were on tour together. Right. And I went into one of the villas to cut his hair, and they ended up having me stay the entire like birthday party. It was Uncle Cracker's birthday and uh, they had me stay the whole time. And I was like, well, in order to stay, I, I'm just gonna, sounds bad out loud, but I'm like, I have to, I, I can't just go back and I only had one haircut. Like I'm right. gonna get in big trouble. So then all the band members and I'm like, so all these people were just coming and I was cutting their hair. But then at the end, when I gave the bill to his manager, Kenny Chesney's manager, he was super pissed. He's like, why is this so much? I'm like, I tried I tried to leave. Like, I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> but they were so nice. And they gave me some passes to go backstage. And they had, like, this really fun. They had, like, a, like a I'm going to say it wrong, mariachi band. Mariachi, um, yeah. mariachi yeah. band. Mm-hmm. Co- it was just super fun. And the villas and the Bellagio, um, they're, like, 5,000 square feet. And they yeah, have a, right. their own pool. So, I mean, it was, like, it was super fun. It was really cool. And I was oh. pregnant with my first son. So he, like... Were you showing? 
Um, I was like three months pregnant, so not very much. And I, I had I on just, like a baggy. I'm dress. waiting for the like which one, which but one had a crush on have, her. You know what I mean? Like, they asked. Was, they all did, obviously. Right, right. Well, the the one was the one that I had a crush on, although I was married, but I'm divorced <laughs> now so for, to, from that guy, so it's okay. But the 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 guy from Scottsdale, he's super hot. The the was he the guitarist or the drummer? I don't know. Anyways. But I was like, sorry, I'm he didn't really hit on me, but I was letting you know I was in case, you know. I'm like, this oh, sorry. I'm six more months. Um, <laughs> sorry, we can't, but no this can't go son. anywhere because I'm pregnant. With yeah, but no, oh, my yeah, son still is like, loves that story because like Kenny Chesney, he rubbed my stomach, was like, oh, name him, no name way. him Kenny. And that was like a really cool necklaces, story. Your son? And, uh, and he, oh my gosh, I, I lost my train of thought, but um <laughs> That Pfizer gets you. <laughs> I know. That's what it is. You have something to blame for the next few days, right? Yes. For any lapses. I'm like, like, I need to Puka sleep. necklaces. Uh-huh. Long walks on Long the beach. Long walks on the beach. Bare yeah. feet in the sand. Yes. Doesn't he say that a lot in the songs? He's always Probably. barefoot somewhere. I actually really yeah. like... <laughs> is he five o'clock somewhere? No, that's someone else. No, that's Alan. That's Jimmy Buffett, technically, but it was no. Alan Jackson that sang mm. it. The one that you're five thinking of. Five o'clock somewhere. I only listen to country music in the summer with the windows down. I feel like oh, there's an So you an listen to the pop country, like the summertime, like where they all talk you about... You listen to country music with me. I love country music. Yeah, I love I country too. music, but I just feel like I there's like an appropriate time and place... And it's usually in your car with the windows down. Yeah, that's True. fair. Because that's kind of how country is now. It's not yeah. like storytelling anymore. Like, it's just yeah, you're, cut you're off in jeans, your two your two tone Chevy going out to the yeah. levee. That's Kenny. <laughs> See, Kenny, going out to the levee. early two thousand. Like I actually oh, used I to love, really yes. like Kenny yeah. Chesney's yes. music, and it's, his live albums are honestly some of the best. He yeah. got really, he really beachy. Was my favorite, yeah, but. Well, that's that's way cool. Yeah, that Holy was crap. one of my so favorite stories. So how did the Blasio stories? thing happen? Because, I mean, you're pretty young at that point, right? Yeah, I was a teenager when I started working there. So um, were you from Vegas? Were you from... No, like, my family's from Vegas, uh, my dad's side of the family, but I'm from southern Utah, and it's like two hours away, right. and it was my second home, so Vegas made sense. Lived there with my family, and um, to be honest, I love my little town of Cedar City, but the opportunities... I wanted something bigger. I always right. wanted something more for myself mm-hmm. in my career. So, so how, it's hard so in a small town. That, so you went to hair school. Yeah. Where'd you go to hair school? It's called Evans Cosmetology like in Southern here, Utah. Oh, Southern yeah. Utah? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would imagine getting a job like the Bellagio. You would need to like have a clientele or like well, I started no out social media really back then, right? Oh, definitely no social media. You start media. sweet. You're sweeping the floor. But yeah. I mean, even I getting the in bottom. there to get a job, I would imagine, would be difficult, right? Yeah, I just... That's I like applied. the hottest hotel in town in the early 2000s. Yeah, but yeah. you had to have that look, like Lacey. Okay, that's Lacey's fair. got a look. And then also, you just are working like 12 hours just... Yeah, I had... So you got an entry level. Yeah, entry level. And I, I also lucked out because they... Normally, their, their assistants are like two two years where you have to train, but they were expanding the salon and I only assisted for six months. So I was on the floor doing hair at the Bellagio when I was 19. And so right. But I was like, I'll just say I'm really good at hair. Like I'll brag about it. Like I, I, there's some things, but I, I was really good at hair. So they let me on. Uh, early, but my manager used to tell me that I need to lie about my age because my haircuts were like $120. And this is 2003. So it's like three fifty today. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> With inflation. Right. So it's but yeah, so my haircuts were that much money and people would 
kind of be bothered. They're like, oh, you're going to, I don't want to give this 19 year old that graduated from hair school six months ago um, that much money to do my hair. Well, it's like, listen, but my, if it's good, it's good, right? Yeah. yeah. So but that's where, yeah, that's where I got it's my like start. How much did they pay LeBron when he was 19 years old? Exactly. Like 40 the rookie. million? Yeah, the rookie. See? It's like, if you're good, you're good. I never you're thought good. of that, but it's true. It's a right. really good correlation. Really, yes. I see it. Right to right. Yeah. Okay. So then season. when did you start your, I will forever. Well, she's the LeBron of hair. It was a compliment. A hundred. Right. When did you start with the extensions? Like, how did you go about that? And so I, extensions were, like I mentioned earlier, it was pretty foreign. Hardly anyone, uh, anyone knew about extensions it was for celebrities. And I lived in Vegas. So a lot of the dancers were my clients as well. Um, I bet that was fun. I, man, those are some good stories right there. Um, but it, it was like, it, it was really fun, but I loved extensions. And um, so I did extensions before I started my own brand. And like I said, uh, I wanted, I started getting flown places. Um, people have like picked me up in their planes to fly me to go do their Unreal. hair. Um, and it was super cool. You know, I'm the single like 21 year old in Vegas. It was a really fun life. Uh, but yeah, because I was doing that back then, there weren't a lot of places to get extensions and incredible colors and good quality. So, you know, my mind, I was like, oh, that's probably really easy to start your own brand. I'll do it. <laughs> it's, of course, was it. But uh, so, yeah, I just started trying samples and just making up my own colors and figuring some things out. Back then, there's, and this will make sense to your wife who's in the hair world, but there's colors that are ombre colors, meaning it's dark on the top and then gets lighter. That's called ombre. Uh, that means And then like side by side. No, not ombre. Not ombre. Ombre. Oh, oh, ombre. ombre. That's hunger. It has a silent P. Tango it's O-M-B-R-E. And our, it's not H. It has a silent P. I I'm hunger for good extensions. I'm lesson today from Suze. So, but I created all these <laughs> custom colors too and just... Um, and like I said, it was for my own use, but then a lot of my hairstylist friends were like, oh, wow, well, I want it. And then a lot of people didn't know how to do extensions, so I started training. And, then, and this is still like yeah. 20, 21 years old? Well, this is like, I started when I was 26, officially. The, like like the my business. own brand. Yeah, the business. Okay, so where did that, because it seems like there's like this entre entrepreneurial kind of spirit going on, right? Like you're you were kind of a hustler. Yeah. Right? Like you got in, swept, like confident, obviously. 19 oh, yeah. years old, it's like, I'm good enough to charge this much at the hottest probably hotel. Yeah. In I mean, the world it was really scary, point. but I could, I think I'm a sweet talker. So I charmed my way through well, you're probably sweet -talker, some really shitty haircuts. You, uh, crappy haircuts. Really? You think so? Probably at the beginning. I didn't, I believe I, me. I've, I've gotten better. It. <laughs> Just, She's pretty good. Oh, bad haircuts. Is that why you left no, her? Whatever. Is that why you guys don't? No, Lacey used to, we, it takes, do you know, drum. how long do you think it takes to get your extensions done? Well, I mean, I know how much like a color, no, no, color no. is a few how, hours, right? Yeah. So how long do you think for extensions? I guess I, wait, are they already colored to your hair? Mm-hmm. I would say a couple hours, maybe. Like seven. Oh, damn. So yeah. I would, I would go over to Lacey's house and she would They're put fighting. them in, fighting. listen, she would put them in and then I, we'd, it would be like two in the morning. So I'd go home and then right. I'd come back the next day to have her finish them. And she would always be like, let's just do your hair real quick. And she would braid it and like fluff up. Like I looked like a, she'd just like send me home looking like a polygamous. 
Because <laughs> she was looking ahead, like it, I know what you? the end product's gonna look like, but until you have yeah, the extensions, it was in, so because you, like you have to put in really long hair and then cut it up to you're the like length just come you back want. from Colorado City in so the morning. So she'd like we'll braid you. it. I'd have like the big poof up top. She'd be like, "Okay, good night. <laughs> See you tomorrow." Bonnet, just to hold it all together. <laughs> There's other methods that don't take as long, but to be fair, we were like laughing at blogs and yeah. we were Instagram was new, time. so we were having a good time. And For it sure. was two in the morning because Susan and I are such like such hard workers we were working all day and then momming it at night so mm-hmm. we had to start hair at like 9 p.m yeah no. see and that's one thing that i've always like i kind of love about the podcast is you always forget like we've had all these powerful women in here right mm-hmm. and yeah there's the momming thing that mm-hmm. just has to throw that in there that's the thing like you have to deal with that at the same time you know what i mean and even when men and i'm not dissing my people okay but you know, we don't, if when we start a business, we don't really have to deal with that. And so yeah, it, it's usually. twice as much work. Well, yeah. and even, even if there is a good split of like the responsibility right. going right. on, when your kids are really little, they do, they, they want your, their mom. Even when they're older, like there's just some things that you can't replace. Mm-hmm. Mom, like they're going to want mom. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah. And that's, I love how nonchalant you say it, but I mean, that's. It's tough, right? Yeah, I'd come over, put my babies down, come over. She'd put her babies down. Right. And then she'd be on her feet. Crazy. Yeah. So Just doing the hair. Where'd you grow up? Cedar City, you said. How many kids in your family? It's always fun to kind of hear, because I mean, at 19, you seem like you're pretty driven and you seem like you kind of have an idea of where you want to go already. Like, where does that come from? Like parents, entrepreneurs, are they? My parents are not entrepreneurs. Um. Definitely my mom's a really hard worker though. Um, I had a working mother in the home. So to me, that wasn't like, although culturally, especially for like my she age. in the home or she was a, like she worked? She worked full time. I see. Yeah. Um, and then had some side hustling to, to help. And uh, my stepdad was, uh, raised me. My real dad died when I was really, really little. Um, my stepdad raised me, but he was a truck driver. So very... Humble family. Was he like a like a long haul truck driver? Or? Uh, it 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 varied different right. years. You know the he was like a true Alabama song. Some of it the eighteen yeah. wheeler song, and then sometimes it was just like around town, depending <laughs> right. on the year. Yeah. So. And then turn off the alarm. Sorry. Um, well, interesting. So, where did you? Fall, how many kids were in the family? Um. There's. I mean, I we guess have, you have stepbrothers and sisters too. Uh, yeah, huh? it's really confusing. We need hey, a whole other podcast. I've got the same story. That. So, but there's a lot of us. We'll just say that, and we keep finding more. But all living, <laughs> they do. It's not a joke. Really? Yeah. Where's that coming from? Is that Papa Bear? Yeah, right. yeah. Spreading my real the seed. Dad. He had a my real life. Real. See, I've I've been I've read some stories about my great grandpa. He's a real. Oh yeah, twenty three and me more. is. 23 and me is fi- like we're finding out some stuff like really? some stuff some families yeah Very but not from my mom's side it's my dad's side they were just yeah it's just a different time you know <laughs> but yeah he's I like a how we say that really handsome just a different time yeah he was just a really handsome uh went to law school drove a motorcycle so maybe there's a little bit of your dad in you right just you know attractive like oh, heart like i was like what are we getting at with that oh <laughs> no I didn't mean that way. i'm just saying like here's the thing it's i always talk about with adhd right ceo or convict like mm-hmm. that you're pretty much doomed to one or the other like if you don't have any moral compass 
we'll just be humping everything and stealing everything and do it, you know, crashing cars. And, but if we can focus it, we usually are entrepreneurs. And so so it's like, you know, he probably had a lot of really great talents. And I mean, if he was hooking up with chicks all the time, you got to have some (laughs) sales skills, right? And so he was a closer. He was a closer, (laughs) right? So (laughs) anyway, I mean, yeah. So I, and my family, like, I just, I guess the hardworking side, I would say, from what I know, my mom was always a really hard worker, like For I said. Sure. So it was normal that uh, that my mom would work. And so, and I loved working. And the entrepreneurial side, it's interesting because a lot of girls would go babysit, you know, right, like 13, right. 14 year olds. And what I did is I found all the old ladies in the neighborhood and I, I went and would offer to clean their houses for them on Saturday mornings. And why I wanted the old ladies in the neighborhood is because their houses weren't messy, and all I would have to do is like dust and like vacuum. Because <laughs> oh I didn't want to, I didn't want to babysit. I had work two little harder, brothers at or home. Work smarter, not yes. harder. Yeah. So term. when I think about that, that story makes me laugh because I'm like, I guess it well, started way back really when. Don't really know if you even came. You could even right. tell them like. Yeah, I send. Like it was nice being at your home this morning. Send uh, Mrs. Here's Clark bill. the bill, and yeah. <laughs> She's like, you came over? Well, yeah, I was there all morning. You we had remember? oatmeal together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I started that, I guess, because I didn't really want to babysit. So, so I mean, you, yeah, I mean, this, this is some inborn stuff, right? I remember my best friend, Andrew, his daughter would, Andrew would offer him at like, she, he would offer her at like six years old. Like, I'll give you a quarter if you clean your room. And she would then go off to her mom and say, mom, I will give you 15 cents if you clean my room. Like she was thinking Very like that smart. at six oh, yeah. years old, right? Like Very smart. I can get my room clean and still pocket a dime. Right. This is going to be great. So, I mean, it's kind of Hattie, the same thing. Hattie would get five bucks from me if I offered her a quarter. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, she's good. <laughs> Dang it, I don't have a quarter. I Here, taught her I how to negotiate and she's killing it. Oh, that's hilarious. Here's, I would say I've watched, I'm, I'm Lacey's biggest fan, um, but I've, Lacey does not, Lacey works hard. Lace, let me just start again. Lacey works harder than anyone I know. She has MS and we should get into that, honestly, but she is the most involved mom ever. She does not have an, a nanny currently. And I, I don't one. <laughs> currently. She's like, we're and looking for one. so she just get she gets it all done and it's it. She's downplaying some of it, but like no one works harder than Lacey. Well, just looking at your Instagram, I could kind of tell that. And I like that you share that. There's a couple posts where it's just like, I actually run, like that post that, I actually run my own company mm-hmm. where you're just, and it was, I think it was kind of like a, not a time lapse, but just kind of collage of teaching and doing hair and oh, yeah, reels. Yeah. Reels now. I can't. It's the, the real crap. deal. Get on it, Cameron. I know. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm so over social media. I just, it's so hard. I just can't ever think of anything to post. Don't start. I know. I know. Susan gets mad at me about that. I don't get mad. I've just tried to help you for years and you don't want help and you don't want to do it. So we're not even going to talk about it anymore. I just need to hire someone. Moving on. Anyway, back to Lacey. <laughs> well, okay, the MS thing. That's we okay to talk about that? Yeah. I mean, she brought it up, but she's an she has it's her your own MS. So if you don't want to talk, she about has it, a charity related that. to that too. Yeah. yeah. That is a really hard thing, and you know, I feel like I feel like I'm seeing it more often now. Like, what is that? Like, is, is there I think something there's just to early that? detection, right? Oh, is that what it I is? Think that, and then probably just like anything else. Um, people just are more aware because of, you know, the internet and the resources and, um, well, and just 
taking care of ourselves. Like I feel like back in the day, it was just like if something's bugging you or hurt, like you just bury it and like you great, just get through it, right? Mm-hmm. And we weren't we weren't just paying attention, maybe mm-hmm. like we weren't or we didn't care or it was not really okay to care even. Like yeah. how many moms just like just buried something just because they knew they had to get it done, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. just sometimes not, you don't have a choice right. as a mom, especially. So what? What did you notice? What was there something like well, my, physically that? Yeah, my feel? diagnosis. I can try and like shorten it because, of course, like I said, it is a really long story. But um, I've always suffered from really bad headaches, uh-huh. uh, but they started getting really, really bad, like migraines. Uh, a, a lot of people get migraines. It doesn't necessarily mean you have MS. Right. But I started getting. They started getting worse, and I started noticing my hands going numb and I would just forget things. And it was really hard. I just kind of chalked it up because at the time I was a single mom with the two boys. Mm-hmm. So I just chalked it up with being busy. You know, I was on my feet all day. I was exhausted. I was starting this new company that was starting to really take off. And then I was still behind the chair because I did hair full time to support the growth of lace because sure. I didn't have money to or investors or anything. Jeez, so you're a single mom. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. And like the most involved, like doesn't miss a baseball game. Her kids are in all the sports, like the most involved. I don't do sports for my kids sports because ball. I'm too lazy. Sports ball, Susan. <laughs> it's so hard. But it's a lot of work and her Baseball's kids are really hard. good at sports. Right. And so she's gone all the time. Yeah. So busy. As soon as you're, Literally no sleep. Seven foot tall, 13 year old signs that first major league contract. I know, though, I you're going to look so. back and be like, it was worth it. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I one day woke up and um, my face was numb and it was Thanksgiving weekend. So I was with my family and, uh, you know, my sisters were sisters and can kind of like be total assholes to each other. And, but, my sister that's kind of the nicer of the two, which they probably won't listen to this podcast anyways, Kristen and Stephanie. But Kristen, the nicer one, was like, Lacey, what's wrong with your face? Like it, And so I was like, what? Like, that's something the other one would say to me, you know? Oh and I'm like, God. what do you mean? And she said, well, and so I looked in the mirror and I mean, it did like, it was like looked like I had, like it was- yeah, it was completely numb and just drooping on the left wow. side. So I'm like, well, this is weird. And then uh, I was, you know, like I said, it was Thanksgiving weekend. So it was a Saturday. And of course, like my Black Friday sale was going on all this stuff. And I was down in Southern Utah and I actually have like a, I have a lot of people in my family. Um, my cousin was there as a nurse. My uncle works in the ER and my mom works at the hospital as well. So we went to the store and I had a seizure at the store, but it was kind of, there's different levels of seizure, but I had a seizure. And then my mom just kind of like, she just said, I know there's, there's definitely something wrong and I don't want you to go to the hospital in Cedar city. She's like, you need to go home, go to Salt Lake. So I drove to Salt Lake, uh, went to, when you check in and your face looks like that, they just take you right back just in case you have a stroke. So they did an MRI and found, uh, you know, what they thought was a, well, what they thought was a brain tumor. And so anyways, I was, I was knocked out for the MRI because instantly they do different types of MRIs where maybe they're mapping out a brain surgery. But when I came, when I came to, I was in an ambulance and I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, looking around, I had no clue. And so the ambulance driver actually told me, bless his heart. He's like, 
he goes, I'm so sorry to hear about your brain tumor. And I was like, what? Because I, I didn't know. Um, an anyway, idiot. so they took me in the ambulance to the U. <laughs> I know, bless his heart. You I don't tried, even know where you are and he drops I tried, that bomb I know, I tried to complain to not have to shit. pay for the ambulance ride, but they, <laughs> they, they, I still had to pay for it. So, But we, so they took me up to the U and uh, they checked me in and we were scheduling brain surgery the next day. And then this other doctor came in, because there's a whole team of doctors. This other doctor came in and he's like, he said that, he goes, that looks like it could be something else. And I, it was, the brain tumor was in an inoperable spot anyways. So they said, I don't think we should give this girl brain surgery and the, and have like all the risks that come along with it if we can't remove that tumor anyways. Uh, we can watch it and see if it grows. And we, there's other ways you can tell if it's cancerous. So we we're just kind of on a waiting game. And so there was a chance, maybe it was MS. And with like, after like five months of waiting, they gave me a diagnosis of MS because of how the, um, the now I know it's a lesion, uh, how it was reacting. And, um, and so I always say like the MS diagnosis is like the best worst news ever right. because it meant I didn't have a cancerous brain tumor that would kill me yeah, but it was say. really depressing to hear that you have MS right because that's um, kind of a lifelong I mean it's treatable right um, sort of depends. it could be like uh, main, but meanwhile main, can right, I just right. also like she was growing her company at this time right. her company didn't stop growing well, during single those five mom, months two kids single mom two kids I think you moved both your both your salon and your house during that time yeah during those five months but you yeah, owned a salon a, i didn't have i opened a salon uh right after that diagnosis yes like Men she was really getting it panties. ready <laughs> like i would just i would none of us could do that she was she was she was like stopping when she had to like break down a little bit but like as a single mom you really can't stop and Lacey just she just would like pick herself up every morning and just get it done I really do think being a single mom uh, helped my business be successful because 100%. I didn't have, and uh, I didn't have the financial, um, like from my from my ex husband. I didn't have like the support, but financially, I was responsible for the as a lot of single moms are. Um, even if you do get some help, it's not enough to support your kids. So I think because of these two boys that needed me. I was, it made me work that much harder. Um, and I also, I, I'll just say it. I mean, we can, there's inspiring things to say, of course, that come from my story, but I also, I like success and I like money. And I Good think that uh, mm -hmm. I was driven by, wow, I really created something and I was proud of it and wanted to keep it going. 100%. Yeah. Have the life got, I wanted to have. You also empowering got thing. super organized around like wealth building opportunities during that time too. I remember you like took out, you got all the life insurance stuff in order. You got the will in order. Like you were just, she was ready and what, for worst what case year, scenario. Like, what year was this? Like roughly? 2015. 2015. Yeah. Wow. And then my diagnosis uh, of the MS was 2016. So. Wow. So with MS, what, just for people that don't really know. But for real, like she's a badass. Well, that I think yeah. is very obvious now. Like, holy crap. But what, like, what's the routine with MS? Like, what, what do you have to do now? Because I know MS... Can it kind of come and go as far as like yeah and like, like the you term, have good days bad days yeah but like what about like 
are there meds? Are there what, what, what's the treatment for MS? Just yeah. For so just that, like the just like it states that it's named multiple sclerosis, there's like right. multiple different phases, multiple different stages. Different people uh, are affected differently. There's uh, there are people that are that have to walk with canes and that are in wheelchairs and it can be completely dehabilitating. And then there's people that um, have MS and it's a, on a, a smaller scale, which is usually the younger people have it at a smaller scale. But there are women my age that have it that are, are in a wheelchair because it's more progress, more progressive than mine is, um, which I feel very lucky all the time, but there are several different medications out there now that are, that help. Um, when I'm having a bout is what it's called. I go and get my steroid infusion treatments. Um, and those treatments can be different, uh, variability for people. Just just shots. Uh, it's, it's like a infusion treatment. So it's a, I go to Huntsman cancer Institute and, get hooked up and just like get an pumped IV with some thing. steroids okay. for like five hours Oh wow! and do that for a week. Um, Does that help? Like you really feel it? Like yeah. It, it helps the inflammation wise. in your body. Um, and any, for me, I don't, I haven't had any, uh, anything happen like to my spine, but I do have the lesions in my brain, but there are people that get more, a lot more lesions than I have. Um, that can cover your entire brain. And that's where, wow. you know, the slurred speech and the motor skills and stuff, because those lesions and the lesions are scars, so right. they don't go away. So, oh. and currently there is no cure. That's the thing. Like there's no, and it, is it just, is it genetic? Is it? Um, it can't, it, it's interesting because definitely it can be genetic, but there are people that have it and they have no, no clue. Else has, right. um, and, Different factors can make it worse, um, like super cold uh, can make it worse or super hot. Interesting. Which, funny, I'm building a house in Park City right now. Super cold, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I stay Just inside. Lots of insulation. <laughs> You're fine. Two by but, six walls. Yeah. More insulation. So, so it, it, was there ever a point where you're just like, what the hell am I doing? Like where you just, well, did you ever hit a point where you just wanted to give up or... Or was it just because of the circumstances that it, was, it just never got there? You just fought, fought, fought. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a lot of times that because um, I, mean, I think as lot. business owners, as any anyways, you like want to okay, give up like every other day because <laughs> it's single mom business owner with MS, mm-hmm. like two kids. I would have given up right away. <laughs> like I would have been done. But Cameron, I think because Cameron, of the kids, you would give up if you had to bleed for a week, a month. Oh, 100%. Should we not go there, please? <laughs> me, hers. Jess Toulson has helped me a lot. I love her. Right? But 100%, I have no problem admitting that. Like, I could never, ever, ever be a woman. Ever. I would just kill, I would just jump off a bridge. Like, I couldn't handle it. I'm not strong enough. So, thank you. But I can lift heavy things. 100%. You can't do that. Nope. We need you for that. And you're so super there tall. are some. Yes. And yeah, and you're really quality. And I'm yeah. fun. And I'm this is like fun. this brisket I just ate was so good. Yeah. See, I'm taking so it home. You're glad I'm here. Yeah. 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 We thank appreciate you. you. Yeah. Thank no. You, Lacey. There's yeah. no. Thank you, Susan. We love you. Sorry. <laughs> so Lacey, men are needy, right? Are we? No, it's okay. I don't remember where I was. You were when you were going to give up. I just asked if there was ever that moment because I mean. It's hard enough to have, I mean, single mom, two kids, you opened a freaking salon, you opened, you're now trying, you're doing the hair extension thing. It's like, 
what's what's that old uh hit me again ike like the tina turner joke <laughs> what movie was that like hit me again it's like do you ever just feel like seriously i can't handle can i just can you just stop like adding things to mm-hmm. the to the backpack please god yeah and I, so well and i do think i've i also just feel really lucky um with with my business and the success it started to have it was really fun for me um And I just wanted to keep, yeah, I wanted to keep growing. And, um, I, I always say I want to be like Susan Peterson when I grow up and (laughs) that, and that helped. Yeah. I want to be Susan Peterson when I grow up. She's not that much older than me, but, (laughs) but still she's so mature and responsible and stuff, you know, she is, she is. She's very clean language. I, I'm going to tell you right now, Lacey never, never threw in the towel even a little bit it, it's an awesome and you can tell you're very much just minimizing it and normalizing yes. it which i get like that's but that's why we're here right like we're supposed to be able to say like nope quit being all humble that's bull crap like you did something very better. amazing yeah well thank you well i think the boys i think you i think you were right because you were a single mom it was like it's do or die all the time. And you never really had an opportunity to say, I'm just going to take a back seat. You couldn't stop. No, she couldn't. Right? Yeah. You couldn't. Well, that's like I say that the single mom thing, uh, it creates, you know, you hear about women that are going to college, finishing, you know, master's programs and everything as well as single moms. And it's like, because it's, we have this like different motivation and I, I, love and respect single moms because we also have this like mom guilt at the same time because it's like my kids that's a great point right there yeah the mom guilt we have anyways it's like you guys have that if the family room's not clean on tuesday yeah yeah it's true but i'm always telling you like i don't know a better mom than Lacey. i really feel that way don't cry see how sweet she is i love it (laughs) no but for real like there's not someone she is at every game she's you pick them up every day from school. Like she is there all the time. And you know what? It's like you deserve to succeed with all that. And I'm, and you cook like the most gourmet, beautiful, like vegetarian, gluten-free. You meals. lost me. You just lost me. No, no, no. You just There's lost vegetables right there. involved, but I'm not a vegetarian. Uh, not, you just, just gluten-free. I do love Beautiful meals. Yes. She does you're everything. Just, you're like, awesome. And you know what? And that's what, because a lot of people are going through it. it it's funny because- Obviously, most of us look back at our hardest, hardest things, mm-hmm. and we end up being very grateful for them. Yeah. Like, if that stuff wasn't happening, who knows? Maybe oh, Lace well, Terror isn't here, right? Like, that, you you really didn't have a choice. And, and as hard as that is, that's where we grow the most. That's where we get the most mm-hmm. reward. That's where, I mean, it, in a sense, it was all worth it. And not only that, now you can... Now you can stare at somebody going through that same thing that you were going through and say, no, you can do that. Like you can start a business being a single mom with two kids. Well, it's so much work. I'm like, well, do you want to add MS in there and then see if you can still do it? Like, well, you can. <laughs> and, always, and, not, and always have the kids and always. Like, right. Yeah. And so it's, it's, we need those stories. We need the inspiration. Well, and that's but you also I... need people like us, like reminding you how, Amazing you Flatter are. me a little bit. Yeah. So no, I always just want to be a reflection of like, I see you hustling and it's so inspiring for me. And you went like, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I, I love you. Steve. You're the best. 
Lacey's always inspired me to be a better mom. She's so fun. She does all these fun things. Even how you run your business, it's so inspiring. And so I think not only can you inspire people who are going through the same thing, but I think just as any anyone can look to you and be inspired by anyone. And that yeah. see, that's the other thing. Like this podcast is so funny at the direction that it's kind of gone in. But you know, until recently, I would say that like one of the things that we're really loving about this is men can be inspired too. Like Mm -hmm. one thing that I kind of don't like about all these hardcore women entrepreneurs (laughs) is you're not letting men in enough because you're like on thin ice. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's, I am so inspired by all the women that have come in here and it's been really fun to kind of see it through. I think that's what makes ours a little different is Mm -hmm. there's two dudes in here usually asking the questions and it's from a different perspective and, and we want more men to see like, Hey, See how kick at like women are born to multitask. Like women have an inherent ability to be a CEO mm-hmm. like no other, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to handle all, you know, to juggle all the, well, that'll sound bad. To juggle all the, th- I almost said balls. balls. I'm sorry. But <laughs> we I mean, know what balls you can, are. Yeah, <laughs> right. you know those things. No, oh my God. So many good jokes right there. <laughs> I held it in. I don't want to give Brent more work, but. I mean, you do have to be able to handle a lot of things at once. And I feel like women are, especially moms, are generally better at that than we are. Mm-hmm. And it's been so funny how for years and years and years, it's always been the business world is men, like homemaker or stay at home mm-hmm. is women. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it goes. And it's like, it's kind of funny to see now that it's like, no, like Annie has run Bam Bam since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like I could not have done it with, without mm-hmm. Annie. I don't think a dude could do what Annie has no, done for the last cool. seven years, yeah. right? And so it's I think it's really cool for men to be able to be inspired by all of this stuff as well because there aren't a lot of people that – I don't know that there are a lot of men that could have started your business with all of the – Single dad, MS. All, like, yeah. Yeah, it'd be hard. I mean, they can do it. I think it, it'd be hard for, for sure. anyone. Take gender out of it. I think it'd be hard for anyone. And I think that's what's so remarkable about Lacey is you're sitting here and she's like, oh yeah. And then I just, I had brain lesions and I have to go get (laughs) transfusions. And then my business is growing really good. Like she's like downplaying it. But for real, that's how she acts about it all. Well, and that's, I just, it's a compliment to your character. Cause you, you know, you grew up with some hard stuff. So I, I grew up with a lot of divorce in my family. Like both my parents have been divorced twice. That's really hard. It's it's right? interesting how, and that's what you say, like, you just you just do it. I think I haven't always had, like, and I'm Nothing's very grateful for, for my past, but I, like, the, yeah, I, it, my parents got divorced when I was one, and my dad died when I was five, and, like, and I'm not being, like, oh, woe is me. I'm just saying, like, I've you always known that it. things aren't always super easy, and, like, mm-hmm. and... You know, and it's okay. Like I just, and it's interesting because, and that's where I do hope I can inspire people. And like one of the the reasons, like Susan mentioned, I started my charity. Um, so women what's going, it, what's it called? The Laced Hair Foundation. So women suffering from hair loss, it could be from medical or because even when you have, you know, you have a baby right now, I have a six month old. So like I have all these new hairs and just new hairs growing in and, um, women lose their confidence when they, when their hair, when their hair starts to fall out for medical reasons, whatever reason. So what we do is we offer, um, we offer them extensions. So we ship, people can nominate, can nominate themselves or their, 
or their mom or their best friend, whoever, and then we read their stories and we can send hair. We send hair all over the country. Um, And then a hairstylist can put it in for them. And we have some really incredible, um, incredible stories with that, just like how women feel inspiring. Do you know Kim White? Do you remember Kick It With Kim? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, she's a friend of mine. And I just remember she had a few people come in and do makeovers for her, like as things were getting closer. Because, yeah, I mean, she used to say all the time, like, she would be all self-conscious about how she looks in the hospital room. And it's mm-hmm. like, are you serious? Like you just had your 67th surgery. Like mm-hmm. you look great, but yeah, there's something about women. She would just light up. Like you see that mm-hmm. those stories about, you know, somebody coming in and getting some makeup done or getting mm-hmm. a massage or a facial or just, well, it's, a, you, it's a big deal still. Have you seen those video, those reels on Instagram where people will give a homeless guy like a haircut? Yeah. Yeah. And I think everyone feel there's something feel about like someone touching you and you feel loved and then you feel like you feel better about yourself. 100%. And I, I lost a lot of my hair during all the treatments when they were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. Right. Um, I lost like almost 70% of my hair. Wow. And so I was sitting at, at the Huntsman Cancer Institute. So although, uh, People go there to get infusions, right. chemo and regular infusions for right. autoimmune diseases like mine. And so, but a lot of the women there were cancer, uh, cancer patients sure. and they would comp, they complimented my hair. Cause at the time I was just wearing some of my clip in extensions. And so, um, and I, they were, I would talk to them. I'm sitting there for hours, you know? And sure. so, and talk to yeah, the nurses and like they were like, five, wow, how hours, is, right? yeah. So they were like, how is your hair so pretty? And I just... I'm like, oh, well, it's all hair company. extensions. And so, but a lot of, you know, a lot of them are like, oh, when I can afford it, I, I'm for sure going to come get some extensions from you. And I was like, you know what? Like, it would be so incredible to, um, to s- because I own an extension company. Right. <laughs> and so I'm like, right. I can give them some hair. And so I'm like, no, I'm, I'll give you some hair. Just let me know. Wow. Um, and so from there, that's where I wanted to create the the charity and you. yeah. Oh, cool, man. She really is awesome. Told you, <laughs> man. Well, so it's so hard to transit cause all this stuff is so deep and it's so amazing, but I, I kind of want to learn more about hair extensions now. Like what, <laughs> like how does that f- for, for dudes? Okay. We don't really know. A lot of us like hair extensions, mm-hmm. right? Cause we all like long hair, but what are they? Are they real hair? Yeah, so like real human being hair. Yeah, if it's a great company like mine, it's a one hundred percent human hair. Really? Um, so do you so have it's manufactured. That work for you? Or? So it's I'm just, that growers. was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> there are women that sell their hair overseas, and I have a broker that sources that right. and then makes my hair for me, and then. So when you say makes me. my hair, what does what does that mean? What um. Like puts it together or? Well, they put it together into our like into our seven different methods. The the method Susan was complaining about because it takes so long is called keratin bonds. So that's one method. Sorry, she was busy that day, there's, Susan. There's wefts, there's tape and extensions, there's clip and extensions, I tip. So there's all these different kinds. What's the like best version? Is there one that's better than the other? Common. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right now, the most popular method is hand-tied and machine-sewn 
so like a weft is really popular right now. So you but would get a braid cam like this. Across mm-hmm. the, I'm showing like right across the back of your head and then they'll tie it in too. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. one way. Yeah. You can braid it in or you can put it in with beads or there's a million ways to put them in. And um, I also teach. Our education is one of our biggest forms of, of revenue right now and one of our reasons for so much growth. Right. So I teach. We have an online academy that I filmed and women all over the world can buy that and become certified. Uh, we offer several different courses with that. And then we have in-person trainings as well. And I have, um, I go to some of those. And then I also have, I think there's like 10 educators on my team now. And they're wow. uh, they're kind of all over. So and I just, COVID kind of... Oh yeah, that help you like get this stuff dialed in some of the online stuff. Or no, was that there before online helped. Uh, COVID helped with online, right. but the in person classes were, um, like on twenty twenty Q Q one and Q two. Obviously, were very different because <laughs> right. we couldn't do sure. any in person classes. Um, and then when they could pick back up again, we were safe and wearing masks, but they were very small. We would, sure. you know, have 15 in a class. It went down to like three in a class. Wow. So, but it's starting to pick up back again. And I just landed last night when Susan called me. I was like finally laying in bed. I was in Houston for one of my two-day advanced trainings uh-huh. where girls that have gone to a class, they can continue their education and come to another one. Um, and it was like a two-day uh, seminar and we had a bunch of stylists from all over wow. come to that. We were in Houston teaching that. So as a hairdresser, I mean, I imagine it gives them a totally different avenue of making money if you're certified to do that. A lot more revenue. A lot more revenue, yeah. And that's what I always say. And I, I use my story too. And I just say, I've been doing extensions for so long and they're still new to some people, but I, I was I made so much money to be able to support my to support my family. I helped because of extensions. I helped support my ex-husband was in law school and we, um, I had a really good job doing extensions. And then when I became a single mom, I was able to afford a nanny and be able to work. And I made really good money and, you know, I would leave work to go, like Susan said, to a baseball game. That was important for me. But when you don't offer extensions as a stylist, you can't make as much money as, and so I actually stopped doing men's haircuts and colors. I know. Always looking for a way to be. There we go. Not invited to any of the. Woe is me. Yeah. So it's really hard to be a guy, you guys. We have to pee standing up. Just kidding. Shut up, camera. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to hang out with you guys. Give me a break. Jeez. Yeah, because when you do like a haircut or a color, you're making between one hundred to three hundred dollars. But when you're doing extensions, it's like fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars. Like it's it's massively Lord. different. Wow! And then for a girl, you know, you got to get your hair colored every like six to eight weeks. You got to get your extensions moved up at the same time. And so if you keep your hair, then it's not as expensive. But it's still the process is really expensive. Sure. So do you? So how long do extend? I mean will they last forever if you take good care of them just like normal hair or does no, it they're normal they are normal human hair so they uh they do need to be trimmed and i would say anywhere from like six months to a year and you do need new hair because you're curling it every day mm-hmm. and See, where there's no cra- new I mean, growth yeah 
There's a lot of things that people do for you yeah, know fifteen hundred to three grand a year, I guess. Especially the one know, I do, you have to get new hair every time. Yeah. Lacey calls me super high maintenance. <laughs> but I always package. say, you know, like <laughs> it's less than it costs less than like a fly rod, you know. So I always, I always tell <laughs> I always tell my clients to say that to their husbands, like, oh, how much was your hunting gear or your fly rods or sure. your I mean the whatever stuff, yeah if they're hunters or oh I know gear yeah that stuff's expensive yeah. and they'll have to have the Sitka camo yeah it's like yeah. the gloves are $180 yeah it's expensive for each season of camo like well that's <laughs> just the winter camo honey you need the summer gloves as well mossy oak yeah and you wear your hair every day for sure so it's more important and, and if anyone needs like, if I, anyone needs uh you know help justifying it i'm really good at, <laughs> at helping women like justify Not only it sell justify but also lay down mm. guilt trip she's a closer yeah even a right. purse you don't use every day <laughs> mm -hmm. so but you wear your hair every day so it should be your most important accessory Lacey. okay um would you say so i know i know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask anyway have what has your growth been like over the last year through covid you know, surprisingly, we had a few scary months and I, you know, unfortunately had to downsize staff and we obviously closed the salon and it was scary. Salons all over the country sure. were closed. I For mean, sure. I was, I was devastated. I was scared. I was pregnant. I'm. Uh, remarried now for for the listeners right um, I do want to talk about that actually <laughs> so uh, yeah and I was like newly pregnant and just really stressed and when you have a business and I have you know obviously have like a six month order plan uh, and all of a sudden I had all these orders in because we were growing and we had like an incredible 2020 uh, January and February and all of a sudden I was like, I'm not gonna have money to pay for all these orders. Like what right. and it was it was stressful. It was well, awful. Really things you can, it was scary. It's like if you can do these things at home, you blow up, right? Mm -hmm. But hair extensions, you still you need yeah, and a hairdresser, then, right? Yeah. So yeah. and so it was scary. Well, and people were like you were you were letting go. I you were letting go of stuff like that. Of extras, right? Yes. Yeah. You're just sitting at home, no one's gonna see it. Yeah. So right. people were Anyways, it was really scary. But uh, after the first few months of COVID, when things started opening back up, and I think people weren't traveling. I mean, honestly, right. I, I don't know exactly what it was. Probably the whole like not giving up thing as well, well that I have. Like I tried to just to keep working. People wanted to feel normal again. Right? They wanted to feel normal. Women will give up something like... Like they'll give up their nails before well, they'll give up their hair. Extensions. Everyone sure. stopped wearing makeup because you're wearing a mask most of the time. Yeah. Right. And so you're people not gonna... were still spending money on their hair. And then yeah. our salon reopened. And um, uh, but my online sales. Your salon. Uh, our salon was, it... was closed until May. We were pretty like, like early nine, May. We were nine yeah, weeks. It was pretty early. Um, but my my online business is was the one that was kind of scary but the i do have a salon and it works as a brick and mortar store but my online business is is the one that's global so right. that one's you know really busy and but we've kind of been crushing it so it was scary at first and the last but the last little bit we've done some awesome collaborations had some new products launch um educations back up online educations back up and we just i mean any, Our March any like was, surprises because from all this? Like, are there anything? Ha is there anything happening right now that you're just like surprised about, like something taken off or? You know, I 
we have, I wouldn't say I'm surprised. I'm happy for because sure. I like worked so hard for relief, sure. all of our education. Um, but right now there's so much competition in my world and there's competition everywhere. But I think just, you know, me still being busy, right. it's kind of like, although there's competition, it's we're kind of helping each other because right. we're just spreading more knowledge about it. That's and true. so there's room for I'm actually making industry, more, right? even though there's, a new extension company popping up like every, <laughs> every week. Right. Um, and that used to really get to me because sure. it scared me. And, and I was thinking more like scarcity mentality instead of like, you know, Abundant. just keep working hard. Yeah. And, and now it doesn't phase me and there's a, a lot to go around. And I, we have never, our, our growth has been insane in 2021 already. See, and that's and so it's so like, it's and at that like, point you want everyone to do well. Cause it's like, Hey, we're doing great. The, the scarcity thing is a, is a real thing. Like it's, I remember in Austin when I cooked in Austin, it was so weird to me to see like after the first week I realized we were so buddy, buddy with so many restaurants close by. Like we all would just, we'd all close and it was like this meetup, like mm-hmm. here's some food from us. Like everybody just kind of took care of each other. And I was like, this is weird. Like, aren't these guys competitors? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when I realized, like, there's room for everybody. There really yeah. is. Right? Yeah. And and there are still people that do things better than others. Mm-hmm. And the cream will rise to the top for sure. But, but yeah, I mean. Well, I think that's what's happening now with laced hair is, yeah, there are a lot of new um, extension companies propping up. But yours has always been this aspirational brand. Best hair, best colors, best quality highest prices, proudly premium, but now these new ones are trying to come in lower and all they're doing is justifying how good your hair is. Proudly yeah. premium. Oh I yeah. It's like how you threw that in. Like that's actually like a really that in cool. My notes yeah. Right now. That's actually a really Freshly cool picked term. Has always been proudly premium. You're proudly premium. I sure am. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's really cool. Cause you're right. It, you know, I saw that with yet. Like, I love Yeti coolers. Mm-hmm. How many brands are trying to copy Yeti yeah. coolers? But they never change their prices. They never drop. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just they are just proudly yeah. being like a kick-ass product yeah. and charging for it. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, and our our prices. My meat are... is proud, proudly premium. <laughs> That's. I'm gonna put that on a t-shirt. My meat is proudly premium. Brisket. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm going to say all meat. of it was really good. Because I want people I... to giggle like Susan when they see the when they read it. Susan's blushing. <laughs> <laughs> take it out no we're not that one we're not taking out i am completely comfortable with that one i will talk about my meat all day long okay so <laughs> i'm sorry uh, we were in um, sorry. we were in spokane i was in spokane last weekend uh-huh spoke compton you know yeah oh yeah and um when I, I grew up in Washington, and when you'd go to Spokane for for sports games in high school, there's this old place we'd eat all the time. It's called Dick's. Right. And as like a teenager, you can just imagine. <laughs> oh yeah. And my sister and I went there to eat, and we just became sixteen again, and we thought we were so funny. Just all. I think you're funny. Thank you. I'll tell you the one. I'll tell them later, Lace. I think you'll love them. I'll, I'll bring us back in for <laughs> okay. a second. Sorry, I have Brian. a question about your. How long have you been remarried? We got married last October. This dude, 2019. In 2019. my mind, I am picturing the most confident man that walks Mother Earth. Oh, I would call him confident. Yeah, because like, Susan, just this like is one step. Well, like he 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 straddles confidence and arrogance, right. like that line. Oh, he's one of those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because that's the thing. Like you either have to. I was like, uh, okay, for her to get married, right? Like mm-hmm. she's this baller, badass, uh, yeah. right? And 
That can be intimidating for a lot of dudes. So I think we're knocking out about 90% of the male species right there, <laughs> right? They're going to be a little intimidated. But yeah, you've been married before. Like you've been through some hard stuff. It's like, you know, you don't need a man, right? We'll, we'll say that. But the nicest guy ever. See, and that's the thing. So I'm either thinking either the sweetest, most humble, like backseat drive like no. guy no. or. But he is you know, sweet. He's he he's so sweet. He's awesome to my boys, um, and he's like the cutest dad to our. We just had a little girl six months ago, <sighs> and he's just like mush to her, of mush, course. Mush, mush. Um, but he's very supportive, and he is a really. I was very attracted to his drive, and he's a very hard worker. Um, I think he's a badass. He's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Wait, a Salt Lake his guy. Name? His name's Hugh. Hugh, you got to be confident. Huey, to have a name like if, Hugh. Yeah. Huey, if you're in the know. Hugh, Hugh West, yeah. My dude, Hugh, Hugh West yeah, the Hugh. third. He's Hugh West third. the third. That's he's he's fancy. Yeah, fancier than my redneck. He's upbringing, probably premium. You know? Yeah, probably <laughs> got, premium. If you've got a third like at the that. end of your name. Yeah. <laughs> he is probably. How'd premium. you guys meet? I w- was set up by a friend. Really? Yeah. What up, Margo? And you yeah, were okay Margo. with that? Margo Andrus, actually. So yeah. she's a trusted friend, I take yeah. it. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, she's going to set you up with quality. Yes. And pretty quick, like you kind of knew or how, listen, I, we've, we've, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. Like I get a lot of feedback from my female friends that listen to the podcast. Like the second anybody mentions like how they met someone, you go down that street. Mm -hmm. Like, don't just say like, oh, that's cute. And then switch, like go down that street. So So we're going to go down the street a little bit. That's Margo. I, I was obviously single at the time. And I was like, Margo doesn't Tyson. That's her husband. Uh, doesn't Tyson have any friends? And she's like, <laughs> she's like, well, I don't know if he has any single ones right now. Um, and uh, some pending divorces, like check back <laughs> in a few months. Probably. Yeah. Well, that's the irony. <laughs> uh, but she's like, but I actually have my, my dad's best friend. Uh, his son just got divorced and I grew up with him and we went to school together and she's like, He's super fun, really outdoorsy. I think your boys would love him, like th- how outdoorsy he is. I like that she threw the kids in there because she knows I'm. I don't go on a lot of hikes, right. um, but, <laughs> but um, I mean, I, I do like the outdoors. That makes me sound kind. You of are basic. super outdoorsy. But um, anyways, and and I was like, eh, all right, like let's see this guy. And she showed me a picture of him, and um, I told you, you know, the Subaru cr- long curly hair guy. So, but he was so cute and he had these big green eyes and this curly hair. And I just, as cheesy as it sounds, there was like something a little bit different about him. And I was like, all right, well, let's hang out. I want to go out with him. And then she was trying to be the one to set us up and it just never happened. So I took the initiative to like try and stalk him on Instagram, but he was private. So I requested to be his friend, but she had already told him about me too, so he accepted it and she, played she, hard she to get. When she wants something, she gets it. She yeah. goes after it. Yeah, and she's amazing. So and we you know, started I'm talking. glad that love wasn't ruined for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because that's kind of hard too. Like, you, it's hard to not get bitter about stuff sometimes. And I think that women are it's a little <laughs> easier for women to be in, like not have a dude than it is for us oh, to not have a woman. 100%. Right? Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Girls, a lot of girls I know. For like, sure. Yeah, I was, like, I was I have you, happy. Have you heard? Uh, uh, grandma on TikTok says this, that it takes a real good man to be better than being alone for a that's woman. a great saying yeah yeah sweet so i'm still doing okay yeah you're yeah i mean it yeah it can be touching we're talking about lacy but yeah okay 
<laughs> Sorry, I just need a lot of validation. I'm a man. So, so. what was your first date? <laughs> so it's it's funny because I was in Miami on a work trip. It and uh, he he's a closer actually. He's a really good salesman. <laughs> And very persuasive, and he talked me into coming home like early from Miami. There, and so wow, yeah. So I took an earlier flight home, and um, those green eyes. There's only two percent of us that have them. Yeah, I I have green eyes too. I have to steal some of the thunder from that. Um, but yeah, so I came home and he picked me up from the airport. But to get home, I actually I had to take the. I left Miami. Uh, there's no direct flight from Miami to Salt Lake. That's so I left Miami at like, at like I think it was 2.45 a.m. So I had flown, had a layover in Dallas or something, Ugh. and then flew all the way home. He picked me up from the airport at 8 in the morning or whenever I landed. And I, anyways, yeah, he picked me up from the airport. That was our first date. But we'd been like flirty and really Wait, so cute. So he talked to you into coming Instagram. home early and you guys hadn't even gone on a date yet? Mm-mm. But we've been really like talking all day long on Instagram. Man. He is good looking. What does he do? He works for a tech company in Seattle. He okay. is their, uh, he runs their wholesales organization. Oh, wow. But is he based here? or does he Yeah, he, well, he's remote. Okay. Yeah. I guess everybody's remote now. Huh? Yeah. That's yeah. Kinda... He and he was remote before it was remote. You right. know, he's always been a remote. Well, employee. how cool. So how long did you guys date? We dated for two years before we got married. Awesome. And yeah. just, and has he had kids before been married? No, before? he was married, but no kids. Wow. See, that's, and that'd be and hard, right? Like, like if you most, don't have kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like just having two kids all of a sudden, but man, having that daughter off the bat's a good one. Yeah. Cause that, yeah. that'll mush him up real good. Well, oh, yeah. like right? just as a friend, I, cause I was front row, but like most second marriages, they really fought to get where they were. Right. Like it was not just like, Oh, let's go on a date. Let's hang out. And then in two years we'll get married. Like they fought. It was For a sure. fight. Well, if you're both, I mean, you're both successful. You're mm-hmm. both working hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be tough. And then their wedding was one of my favorite weddings I've ever been to. It was super fun. Why? What was the best thing just about it? Just because it was... The drinking. <laughs> the, <I'm> no. <laughs> it was... There was just so... This is on video. It was super so intimate. You know. It was super intimate. We have nine people that watch these on YouTube. <laughs> it was super intimate. There was, was what, like less than 30 people there. Yeah, it was really oh, small. Cool. We each could invite three friends. Um and then obviously our siblings. Mm-hmm. Was this because of COVID or that's no? What we we got it? married pre-COVID, thank goodness. Yeah. Um, How cool! See, I love when people get remarried. They re- like all the crazy stuff from the first one. Like, yeah. maybe the diamond's still important, I but I feel it. like like some of the more like what do we call? I don't want to say shallow all stuff, but all the fluff. Yeah, like, they well, a lot of times people down. get married like for their like. For their parents, almost yeah. for their yeah. parents' friends, and yeah. this one we're like, you just realize what's important on the second right. one. Like but we got married in Palm Springs mm-hmm. and at, at his parents' house, and his dad did the most beautiful. Yeah, his dad is. It was just, a beautiful ceremony, a wow. and then it was just like a fun party celebrating you guys the whole time, and it was a really fun night. Yeah, how cool! Fun. Good for you. Thank you. That's a win. You have lots of wins, but you earned them. Yeah. And I guess you were in this one too. You stalked him on you stalked him on Instagram first. Yeah, I did. He, she, see, she is. And he she took like she wants, he took she like a day it. to follow me back. I'm like, oh, Mister, <laughs> played so Don't hard you to love get. It. See, I love that. <laughs> but he, but I wasn't private, so he, I know now, but he'd already been stalking me for a interesting. While, so. How how this just recent, right? A couple years ago, or how long ago? Well, I mean, we've been together like almost four years. Wow, isn't that so. funny? How so? You're 33 when you met when you met. 
I was 32, but 32. I mean, who's you know? Right, of course. <laughs> but isn't it funny how was a good year? Even at 32, we're like doing what the high school kids do. Like he took 27 and a half hours to follow me. Well, back. I mean, in her defense, she didn't have time to be dicked around. Sure. Yeah. So sure. if he's going to take more than 24 hours, if it was 48, probably you would not have gotten a ring on that finger. You know, that's yeah. a good. That yeah. is a good point, and yeah. and that's why I say I think the story is fascinating because homeboy had to play his cards probably perfect right he did but not also not show like, i will I, i'm here to you tell can't you be too interested right he did not play his hand like well like but much. Lacey was very forgiving and kind Those green eyes, <laughs> there's that picture she must have had a picture on her phone uh, with curls and the green eye so like hot. him sprawled curls. out over a subaru <laughs> just like <laughs> he has a few motorcycles too okay well, that's hot <laughs> ducatis what are they <laughs> he does have a ducati yeah. scrambler and a triumph also he has all the popular bikes this guy's cool i'm excited to meet him i want him to You'll come like in him. i want to just talk about the story you would love him he's oh he's him. actually a really incredible storyteller and he he's he's a lot huh susan hill he would he would own this he's a lot in a good way like right. he's a fun he's, he's fun. so oh, sure dynamic he's fun. Fun. and charismatic and sweet that's awesome and engaged with you and remembers details about your life and like he's a really good well friend. i mean this you deserve every ounce of it all these good things, you deserve it. You are amazing. And I'm glad I got to reconnect with you because we learned that we had hung out. Well, it was in your office, right? Yeah, it was like well, in 2014. Well, and I've been here when you used to have parties, when like the blogging yeah. scene was kicking oh, yeah. off. Those yeah. were so yeah. I used to live in Provo, so okay. I don't get to come down here very as often. Well, it's all right. It's so far from Salt Lake. You know? Listen, I need hair extensions. So uh, I'll bring food to you. I'll feed your crew. I will trade you. And I will work some, I'll work off some hair extensions. There we hair go. for meat all day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If I had a nickel for every time I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I'd have about 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> I'm sorry. Poor Brent. Maybe 15. Lacey, thank you so much for coming down. Oh, thanks and for thanks for sharing. Your story is amazing. Everybody, so how do we follow you? I mean, we have your laced hair extensions. Yeah, so laced hair extensions on, on Instagram. Instagram. Also, our charity, Laced Hair Foundation. And my personal is Lacey Gadigard. She's private now, everybody. So you're going to have to earn it. I'm just kidding. She's not. I followed her last night. <laughs> so I'm a fan. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay following you because you're awesome. I'll try. I'll try and keep it interesting then just for you. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me, guys. Bye.